Welcome to the Pet Podcast for pet parents, pet lovers, and it's all about pets. I'm Lauren, a certified professional pet sitter and pet owner. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the show. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pet Podcast. I apologize for the delayed release. There's been a lot going on here. We brought on new employees to the pet lady and we're preparing for the holidays. So with Thanksgiving right around the corner and it being my favorite holiday, mainly for the food, but of course time to spend time or time to spend with your family, I thought it would be fun to talk about the holiday foods we can share with our four-legged friends. So let's start with the main dish that most of us have at holiday gatherings. Turkey. For those that wonder if dogs can eat turkey at Thanksgiving, the answer is yes. The main dish is okay to offer as long as it has not been prepared with any seasoning. In addition to avoiding bones, pet parents should skip out on feeding the skin as well. The outer layer of the poultry is likely to have been prepared with butter, spices, spices, pardon me, or other fatty ingredients that may cause pancreatitis or other issues for your dog. So when they say the turkey shouldn't be prepared with any seasoning, you know, if you carve up that turkey, you take the skin off and you give your dog some pieces of white or even the dark meat from the center, that's what we're going for. And I can tell you that my dog at this point expects the turkey at Thanksgiving. She's pretty bad about begging for it. So let's dive into the sides. Sweet potatoes are a great addition to your pet's diet. They're also a great source of fiber, vitamin B6, vitamin C, and beta carotene. Sweet potato treats can be as simple as a dehydrated sweet potato chew. So let me tell you, my dog Sassy was just given some sweet taters. They are dehydrated sweet potato dog treats. There is one ingredient, and it's sweet potato. It is literally a slice of sweet potato dehydrated. She went nutty for it. She absolutely loved it. She ended up burying one in her kennel, and the cats found it, and, well, they enjoyed it too. And, you know, it's safe. It is just sweet potato with nothing else added. Usually I try to keep all of the dog's treats away from the cats, although they're not bad for them. Cats tend to need much more protein and a different balance of ingredients than dogs do. But this was one treat that, you know, if Sassy left some crumbs or quote unquote hit it, which she's not the best hider in the world, I felt very confident that the cats could have some. They seemed to enjoy it as well. So just a reminder, though, please, please do not give your pets sweet potatoes containing any added ingredients such as brown sugar or marshmallows. We love them, but those types of things can cause problems for your pet's health. So if your family is like mine and nobody can decide on just having one type of potato, your pup gets to enjoy both kinds as well. And they get that option. You know, we love to give dogs options. We want to give them only boiled or baked potatoes. 
Make sure that there is no butter, sour cream, salt, pepper, none of that in there, and only serve in moderation as they tend to be a little bit more starchy than some other things that we can give our dogs. So just like humans, your dogs will love to have a vegetable with their holiday meal as well. Peas are a great choice, but creamed peas should be fully avoided. So any food that is a little fattier, they may cause your dog's stomach to become upset, cause them to have diarrhea, even vomit. So we should really just steer clear of those. Another great choice are green beans. Green beans have ample amounts of plant fiber, manganese, vitamin C, and K that green beans are fantastic for dogs. The key here, as with turkey, sweet potatoes, and other options that I've listed, the bean dish should be plain. No added ingredients, no butter or spices, definitely no almonds, and stay away or keep your pets away from the green bean casserole. You don't have to stay away from that. That's my favorite thing at Thanksgiving. Along with your vegetables, your pet will be very happy that they can get their daily serving of fruit as well. Apples are full of vitamins A and C and contain lots of great fiber, making them a healthy Thanksgiving treat. However, if you do decide to share an apple with your pooch, be sure to cut around the core as large amounts of seeds can be toxic to our dogs. And what better way to wind up a holiday meal than with dessert? Pumpkin itself is a very healthy snack. Pumpkin helps with digestive health, and it's great for your dog's skin and coat. Also, if you're feeding canned pumpkin, please make sure it is just pumpkin puree and not the pre-spiced pumpkin pie mix. We should definitely avoid that. Again, anything with overly spiced, overly fatty, we should really avoid for our pets. Or you can think out of the box with some frozen yogurt. Not ice cream, but freeze your yogurt as a nice treat for your pup. Calcium, protein, and live bacteria in yogurt can act as probiotics and will give your dog a tasty dose of nutrients and a sweet post-meal treat. So as you see, so much of what we traditionally see on our tables for Thanksgiving, we can really share with our dog. You know, when it comes to a lot of the potatoes, vegetables, even fruits like apples before you make a pie, when you are thawing those items or doing a pre-cook of, let's say, the green beans before you put them in the casserole, set some aside for your pup. Put them together in a container throw it in the fridge and, you know, just give it a quick nuke in the microwave for 10 seconds before served to your pet. You know, a lot of those things that we can get to a point, separate what's for our pets and what's for us, and then we can continue on to make our food. We can continue to season. We can continue to add butter. We can put it in a casserole, add oils and all of that stuff, but we should really keep those things that we think makes our food taste better away from our pets because they're happy just how it is naturally. So along with things that we can give our pets, I really want to touch on the things that we should steer our dogs away from during the holiday season. 
So we, I mentioned this before, turkey bones, skin, and gravy. All of those things are a big no-no, especially even more so cooked turkey bones as they can splinter. And again, there's just seems to be, that's where most of the seasoning is. If you're like me, you like to stick butter under the turkey's skin before you bake it. All of that should be avoided while we're giving our dogs their treats. Stuffing. They don't need the carbs. They don't need the seasoning. Save that for us. Casseroles. I know I mentioned this. Green beans are great, but we should stay away from green bean casseroles. Mashed potatoes. Now, while regular potatoes can be a good option for your pet, once we mash them, we tend to put butter or sour cream, salt, pepper, all of that in there, and that's what we want to avoid. Um, I mentioned creamed peas before. Chocolate, cookies, pies, and sweets. Please keep your pet away from these items, especially if anything contains xylitol, as it can be deadly to our pets. Alcoholic beverages, raisins or grapes. Dogs cannot digest those and they can cause issues. Onions, scallions, and garlic. Ham. Now this one, I know what you're thinking. You're like, Ham can be good for the dogs. Absolutely. Dogs have pork flavored things. But most store-bought hams or ones that we serve at holidays, they have glazes. There is added salt to it as a preservative. So those are the, the things that we want to steer away from. Yeast dough. That's a big one. Any fatty foods, like I said, and foods that contain spices as they can cause issues with your dog's digestive system. And always for good measure, don't forget to keep the tempting scent of the trash of the special day's meal out of reach, since we know our dogs are all super smellers. So put out an extra place setting at the table this holiday season for your furry family member. Thank you again for joining us for today's episode. We will have another episode the last week of this month, November, but we are taking the month of December off before kicking off season three of the Pet Podcast in January. If you haven't done so already, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, like and subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review as five-star reviews put our podcast in front of pet lovers such as yourself. Have a pawrific day. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pet Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. This helps us reach pet parents and pet lovers such as yourself. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Pet Podcast. If you have any questions you'd like answered or ideas for topics you'd like to hear about, send us a message through social media or send an email to podcast at petpodcast.com. See you next time.